Hello, everybody. Hello, it's Jamie and Marcus here. Welcome to Test of Time. Love, passion. And hustle. In the restaurant business. Yes, our love, passion, and hustle for the last 20 years at Aroma Time Bistro. And we are here to share our experiences, stories, dilemmas, just everything 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 (laughs) Everything and anything um between restaurant relationships um business entrepreneurship all kids grandchildren all of that stuff yes all that kind of stuff yes so you can find us more at restaurantgrowthsecretsuniversity.com tons of free content over there videos all kinds of things downloadable reports everything to help you run your restaurant absolutely and live your life yes <laughs> yes build your dream business build your dream yes they call it build your dream business yes all right so absolutely this is flying by these are getting fun they are funner funner and funner as we go on well we enjoy sharing our passion sharing everything with anybody that wants to listen to us really um you don't necessarily have to be a restaurant owner you could just be a business owner and just wanting to know how we've done it um how we've become successful uh, and are successful on a daily and basis the struggles that we have and the struggles because it's not easy being a business owner is not easy. We're not going to sugarcoat it sometimes. And uh, we're just going to bring it to you real and true. So the one thing that a lot of people get when they get a little bit of success is they get very complacent. Mm-hmm. And I think that is probably one of the worst things to do, getting complacent, because while you're getting complacent, there's other entrepreneurs that aren't. And they're growing <sighs> and they're growing and they're going to pass you by leaps and bounds and you're going to stay at the bottom and they're going to keep rising to the top. So you always, you know, our last episode, we talked a bit about, um, you know, uh, education and what's the word I'm looking for? Um, Growth. Growth um, and listening to podcasts and reading books and, you know, listening to, you know, whatever you can um, while you're driving, while you're on a plane, while you're wherever you are, you know, to help you grow. And I think that's really important. And I think you're right. You know, other businesses are going to pass by you. And if you don't keep your business, whatever the business is, whether it's a restaurant, something else, you know, if you don't keep it fresh and new and looking for new ideas and the new trends and all that kind of stuff, you're going to get passed by. A lot of people when they're in their prime, you have to be in your prime all the time. Always. When 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 you, a lot of people are just getting by based upon their previous reputation, based upon their history, and they're not really getting by that well based upon what other people are doing in the industry. And I've I've worked for chefs that have had all past, they're long past their heyday, and it's just like okay, you know, they're not has beens, but they're they're. They wouldn't be where they were today if they didn't do what they did 20 years ago. So, you know, back to 20 years ago, you know, what you were talking about, we were totally out of the element of anything that was going on in in the food world. And, you know... Being farm to table, being, right? Being organic, to table, knowing where things are coming from, just being really conscious, which I could, I can still say that we have set that mission 20 years ago, and we're still following it to this day. We have not changed our mission statement, right? Our mission statement has has stayed the same because we still have the same beliefs, but 
We've transformed our business over time into improving it and always one-upping what is going on in, in the industry. We're always and, looking. And I'll, I'll just you know throw this out there about when we opened 20 years ago and people thought we were crazy to open a restaurant in a small little town of less than 4,000 people. And there were no restaurants in our area when we opened, right? So there was nothing around. There were no restaurants. I mean, maybe there was pizza and and Chinese in in our town, and you know there were a few restaurants here and there, but some popped up, some stayed, some left, some you know, and people looked at us and said, "What are you crazy opening a restaurant? You have two small children. You're opening in a town that has nothing. It's depressed. It's you know people didn't even want to drive on the streets and park on the streets here. You know, They're afraid to park. They were afraid to park and. You know, we took a chance and we took a leap. And I think that also keeps us going on a daily basis because we know how we started and we know where we are. And we know we don't quite know where we want to finish, but we know that we want to keep educating and giving more and more and more to our mission, to the mission of helping other people. And, you know, that's a good kind of lead in to Maybe maybe you have a question. I don't know. We didn't really go into today with anything. But it's a my turn answer question. Well, I asked yesterday, or I asked on our last podcast. But you know, what is our mission? What is the mission that we have that we started twenty years ago that we have now, and that we want to move forward into the future? And I think you know that's really important because it keeps the energy alive. It keeps everything kind of going. And our passion has probably grown immensely since we opened 20 years ago i would, I would definitely, definitely say that you know our passion so, has totally grown because the more you know it's evolved the more you know the more we know the more we want mm -hmm. so the more we've learned about tequila with additives the more we want to educate people about the better tequilas to drink the more we know about tequilas with sulfuric acid mm -hmm. the more we want to educate people about the tequila to drink the more right. we know about gmos the more, more we know about farmed salmon the more we know about all this kinds of stuff Mm -hmm. The more we want to educate people and the more we want to, we're stricter, stricter. So every time we learn about how a food is just, you know, abused or or stuff added to it, like olive oils, and we want to be stricter mm -hmm. and stricter and share that mission with our, with our consumers, with our guests. Absolutely. And, and so, yes. And every time we learn a new marketing technique, we want to use that marketing technique because there's only a shelf life on on marketing techniques, each marketing technique goes through its prime and that's it. And some things come back around like snail mail. Right. When we first started doing email, emails were at 80% open rate. It was insane. You can send an email then they out. Kind of slowly dwindled. <laughs> I mean, I don't even know. Are Everybody open email. Now? now Now I go through every day. And I delete all 50 of emails at a time, 50 emails at a time, 50 emails at a time. Yeah. And if you don't have a very good uh, um, tagline, tagline uh, title, it's even presence in the person's you know uh email box you know then you're not going to open it so yeah so a lot of restaurants say that i don't send emails because people just delete them i gotta tell you i subscribe to a lot of, of newsletters that come every single day day, day every day, day. and so people like Saks, companies like Saks. yep or Avenue, taylor or two to three a day yeah now i don't delete them because i know Maybe every 20, 30, or 40, mm -hmm. or 50 you emails, unsubscribe. I'm going to click. I am exactly the same way. Sometimes I'm looking for something different in the day. So most of my 
messages that I get are all like um, uh, clothing lines or, you know, big department stores, things like that, because I want to see what they're doing. And I want to see, and a lot of them are food related as well. Right. And so every once in a while, I'll just click it and see what, what they're up to. I also get, you know, from um, travel companies, stuff like that. And it, it will, sometimes I'm just looking for different things when I open my email. Right. So, so let, let's focus on, on, on email, on email marketing on this. Oh, and then say, uh, yeah, and today, let's so focus. Do you want to take a step back and talk about our mission or do you want to do that first? Well, I mean, did we talk about our mission enough? Well, we, d we didn't really say, well, what is our mission going forward? Right? Going forward. Okay, going, going forward. forward. So mission, five-year plan, 10-year plan, things like that. Yeah. We know that we want to be in the food service industry. We're fi I'm 50. I'll be 50. You'll be 50. You'll be 48. 48. Mm -hmm. um, I want to be doing something in the food service industry when I'm 70, 75. Yeah. Do I want to be working as hard as we are now? No. I want to be working work, different. You know, that, I was just going to say like. Diff I want to work I, different. I don't mind working hard as long as I know what the results are going to be. Right. And, you know, interestingly enough, our restaurant has gotten tons of reviews um, on Google, TripAdvisor, Yelp, right, in the past uh, week or so. Oh, we've gotten more reviews in the past week, week and a half, two Than weeks. we had in the last six months, right? Month. Month. We get a lot. But... I'm the one who goes through the reviews. Okay. You're, you're, you, don't see, you don't see them as and much as I do. Really good reviews. Oh, five stars across the board. I, I'm wondering why. Why is that happening, you know, and, and what is the reason behind it? Well, we did start a new technique where we're handing out these mm -hmm. business cards to guests and our team members are instructed. If you know, they're having a great time, if you know, they're having a great time, you hand them this and the QR code goes right to Yelp, right to TripAdvisor. Please share your experience. Um, you know, because people will say to you in passing, this was the best brisket I think I've ever had. Mm -hmm. And I'll stop and I'll say, Wow, that would sound great on TripAdvisor or Google. Right, right. right. You write reviews. And they're like, of course I write reviews. I'd be happy to say that. And people say that, but if you give them a little business card that says, with the QR code and they go home and they take it out at two days later and they're like, oh yeah, I'm going to write a review at, on this restaurant. And if you scan it and write. Incentivize. Incentivize your staff to give out those cards as well. We give a $25 um, gift card to our staff members to buy whatever they'd like here for $25 at the restaurant. Um, if their name is mentioned, mentioned. in the review yes. and I got to tell you, it's being mentioned. And I said, I wish my name was, I wish I got $25 every time my name was, <laughs> was mentioned. Not both mentioned. But a, a guest yeah. the other day mentioned one of our servers mm -hmm. mentioned her name twice and yep. wrote that on two different platforms. Yeah. Two five-star reviews yep. from something simple as just handing out the card. card. Yeah. The week before, another person got it. The week before, another person. Yep. So people, and we got that idea because we we're at a winery. Mm -hmm. And the girl said to us, if you mention my name in a review, and a good positive review, she mm -hmm. said, um, I get a free bottle of wine. And the interesting winery. thing was we hated the wine. Yeah, the wine. <laughs> We didn't like it, but we took that one thing away, right? You never know what one thing you're going to take away from listening to a podcast, from listening to, you know, going out to eat, sitting at a bar, you know, whatever it right. might be. Um, it, it's interesting that that's what we took away from that one place. And I know, I know why the winery does that. Does that because their wine wasn't that good. No. <laughs> but to some people, it might be great. It might be. And yeah. they wouldn't be successful like they are if they didn't make something that appealed to certain people. Yeah. Their wine didn't appeal to. I shouldn't say it wasn't great. Their it wine didn't appeal, appeal to, to us. us right? it didn't appeal to it us. Didn't. That's the wrong. So the wrong... our mission, I think, 
you know, overall, our mission is to make people happy in hospitality, however it is, whether it's in an Airbnb, whether it's in our restaurant, whether it is traveling with us, whether it's just making somebody feel good, whether it's giving information. I think that's what's important to us, right? I, think I would so definitely too. say that making people feel good um, and giving them the best experience that we well, possibly part of can. our mission statement that our staff actually wrote mm -hmm. 19 years ago, because we got our staff involved, our yeah. team members involved, based upon what we're doing now here, like, what do you see our mission as? And they all wrote down ideas, we all formulate together, and there you go. And out came a mission statement that was formed by all of us. And part of it was to, to treat everybody like friends. Like when you walk in the door, to treat everybody like friends. You treat friends differently than you treat people that you don't know, right? So a lot friends... of times we get in our reviews how cozy a feeling and how everybody says hello and everyone's friendly. smiling and friendly. And you know, that's really important. And the energy, I think people get a lot of really good energy from us because we do have that energy that comes across to people that we we really care. And, and it's not a fake energy. It's a no. real energy that... We really care about what, number one, you're putting in your body, number two, how our food tastes, number three, uncompromisable, you know, spirits and bar program. And our staff, if they are not friendly, it is it is not okay. It is not okay not to smile. And we try to instill in them that what you give off to the table is what you're going to get back. And so- So one of our, one of our biggest videos in our training platform, is the the number one smile. the number your number one sales tool it's a smile mm -hmm. if you're smiling and you make make people smile and happy you can get away with making errors you can get away with not knowing something having to find out but if you do it while you're grumpy and yeah. not smiling then even if you serve them great food being grumpy there's problems there's i got a great review the other night right from a table that was very difficult um very and difficult. very difficult table and they, it wasn't that they were difficult but i joked with them and i said oh you're the most difficult table and they really weren't difficult but they wanted to try everything they weren't sure what they wanted to drink i made them a martini she she asked for it with olive juice she didn't like the olive juice um but she liked the vodka it was it was a very interesting table but they left a review and they loved everything and so it's all about because you know what, what happened you, what i know i know get. i know why <laughs> Because when they do that at other restaurants, other restaurants don't have patience for them. Right. Right. They don't have right. patience for them. And they see them as a trouble table mm -hmm. and they give them less service. Right. And I gave them a great service. And I don't even know if they've really been in before, um, but they'd been following us on social media. So I found that really cool. And I used it as a learning tool for another staff member who would have been eaten alive at that table. Um, I, I. And I, I used it as a, as a tool, right? Use it as a tool. I use it as a tool to educate our staff. And I will use it on our staff calls. And I, I will use that experience quite a bit. You know, I think it's important to, you know, train, educate, um, which is all part of why we do this podcast. Right. right? So we don't, we don't have set stations per se in our, no. in our restaurant. The, the servers, they'll take one table, then another table, they'll go back and forth. So you know, we will maneuver people around based upon the table the table and sometimes upon... you have a difficult table and you are just not good for them and let's move somebody else to it's that table uh, maybe someone with a little bit more experience and it's okay to move things around like right. you know what i'm going to be taking care of you tonight because so and so 
you know, got stuck at another table, whatever it might be. Right. So. And some restaurants are like, well, that's not the station, this and that. It becomes a problem because of the table's location. And then all of a sudden your your main goal is to make sure that the table gets great service, mm-hmm. no matter. It, so it's just like a baseball game. The same pitcher doesn't go through the whole game, right? right? You change pitchers. I'm not saying change people all the time, but if you have to strategically change somebody mm-hmm. or put more people on that table, you do that yep. to provide good service. Yep. So our mission statement was to make people like friends. Mm-hmm. Part of our mission statement was to have an uncompromisable selection at our bar mm-hmm. which i think we've accomplished that i th- i think it's constantly growing but it's really pretty cool to see where we where we were when we first opened to where we are now is insane right our bar is one of the biggest marketing pieces when you walk marketing into the restaurant mm-hmm. people stand there and stare and they're just they like something that we don't necessarily have because it's a big brand right because we we like to use small independents we can educate them as to why we're not using the big brands and show them our bar and give them tastes of things. And, and it's pretty cool. I mean, I, I find it quite amazing that we've grown our bar that much. So So people just stand there and just stare. They're like, I'm amazed. (laughs) Even when sales reps come in, they're like, I'm just, I can't believe what you have here. Like, like, I want to come drink here. Or I've never even had some of this stuff. I've never even seen most of it. We had a sales rep calling from us from a different state who was assigned as an in-house sales rep for one of the big companies that we don't really buy from that much, uh, liquor companies. And he was like, I'm in Carrotton at South Carolina. He goes, but I want to come to your bar. I would love to come to your bar and drink. Like, Everything you have in your bar, he goes, I know you don't buy much from us because we don't have much for right. you, but I see what you have on there because I follow you on social media and your bar is amazing. I want to come there myself. Yeah. So cool. major effort. So that bar was, was was great. A big investment in the bar mm-hmm. stock. I mean, we must have $75,000, $80,000 in liquor, wine, beer, and stuff here. Um, and then um, part of our mission statement was to provide healthy based cuisine at an affordable price right and i think we've accomplished that as well based upon you can buy farmed salmon somewhere else or wild pacific alaskan caught salmon from us Mm -hmm. and they're within a couple dollars of price even though we pay twice the amount i think we've accomplished that as well by being by being totally in the price range and having you know no corn syrup and all these kinds of things and no no sodium benzene in our sodas and no artificial colorings and even no artificial colors even at the bar Everything right. is natural colored at the bar right. with no glycerin or stabilizers. But see, this is where it goes back to the more you know, the more you do. Right. Right. So we didn't know this in 2004 and 2005 that they were putting glycerin in, 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 in certain uh, right. liquors or or the, the how bad the food dyes really were. And we were buying things like Campari or something that had food dyes in it. And now we don't. So again, the more we know, the more we do. So we've actually, I think, built up into our prime. Yeah. So what are you doing in your restaurant, right, that will help you become more successful? I mean, that's a really good question to ask yourself. I think it's important to constantly ask yourself questions and constantly reevaluate what we're doing, how we're doing it. And that that's good for any business owner, you know, and what what are the upcoming trends? Right. So that's a big one too. Read the book Blue Ocean Strategy, mm-hmm. which means you're you're marketing things that other people don't have. So we're in a whole area. I mean, we could have do a we could do a pizza festival with how many pizzerias we have in our town. Mm-hmm. Literally a pizza festival. And I thought about doing something like that before here because it, it would be successful because of all the pizzerias, whatever. Um 
but our pizza is so different right than all the other ones ours is yeast free super thin crust um totally unlike any other pizza here we have gluten-free pizzas so if people want to come and have a gluten-free pizza yeah so now we're actually introducing a new pizza onto our menu pizza romana mm -hmm. which is a thicker dough now with yeast but it's a totally different thing than any other pizzeria is offering. We've Here's... always wanted to do a pizza like that. We've always wanted to do about that since 2016, oh right? I love good Remember pizza. Remember the, the metered pizza? The metered that pizza. That we saw? It's kind of like that. I mean, it's not a metered it's a pizza, rectangle. but it's rectangle. And we've always talked about it. So. so if you don't know what a pizza romana is and you want to do a unique pizza in your area, it's going to look and act like other pizzas, except it's easily digestible because it's made with soy, wheat, and rice. Rice makes it crispy. Mm -hmm. You do a fermentation for 72 hours. So a lot more flavors develop in it. And it's not really a dough. It's it's a very wet dough that would not roll. You have to stretch or pinzai. Pinzai means stretch. So it's a totally different pizza that looks like a pizza that has a differentiating um, factor when it comes to advertising, mm -hmm. easily digestible, lower carbohydrate, higher protein, more flavors because of the longer, longer fermentation. So who's doing that in your town? Our town, nobody's doing that. In fact, when you go onto Google and search this, especially on YouTube, seven out of 10 videos are in Italian for pizza nobody's Romana. So like nobody's- So it's the next step, right? right? It's the next- next trend next thing going and pizza romana is nothing new it's an ancient roman empire recipe right. that dates way back so why is nobody doing this why you know where where's where's been the why was this lost so if you're doing something like that a lot of foods have certain things that are differentiating factors that'll make you better right and this is something after 20 years i'm, I'm happy to put this on the menu i'm like this is fantastic yeah like i can't wait to have one for lunch so today new things and and interesting things and stuff like that right so yep. i guess that's our mission is always to keep growing keep right? growing yeah that's part of our mission with everything else is just keep growing and expanding and you know so i was we'll, we'll, we'll end this this episode with i was gonna go work when, when i worked in london for pierre kaufman um, I wanted to work for Gordon Ramsay. And the time Gordon was getting his, he had a second Michelin star, and he was going to his third Michelin star. And once he got his third Michelin star, I was back in the US. And and I had another ship, one of my chef mentors um, say to me, they go, you should have worked for him when he was getting on his second star going to his third, because that's when he was trying the hardest, mm -hmm. right? Not that he doesn't try now with three Michelin stars, but he was a young kid back in the nineties. Mm. He had just gotten done working for Marco Pierre white. Right. right? And, 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 uh, and Latin Claire, mm -hmm. uh, Pierre Kaufman. And they go, there's a young kid. He's trying to make his mark and he's going to try his hardest right now from a second to a third Michelin star. And that's the prime and peak of his career. He's going to always be good, but that's, that's, he goes, you think you missed an opportunity to work for one of the greats at that time of his prime. Mm, interesting. And I was like, wow, wow. Right. Like I'm, Gordon Ramsay's amazing. Right. I mean, he's amazing, but, that's, but what people know but that, of him but is that's totally when he, different. Right? That's when he was in his prime right there. And right. we have a friend who worked for Gordon Ramsay. Mm -hmm. We have a friend who actually managed one of his restaurants. Yes. Um, a good friend of ours who I worked for at one point. And he managed one of one of one of Ramsey's restaurants. He goes, Yeah, Ramsey texts me you know, how things going, this and that. I give him updates. Right. Via text message. So, you know, but that was much different. Ramsey texting now his his managing partners and things like that and his managers then what versus he's doing... being on the line in this little right. tiny restaurant, Aubergine. Right. His first restaurant was Aubergine, 
two blocks from Royal Hospital Road, where now his new restaurant is in Kaufman's old place. It was a different, he was different back then. That was his prime. Yeah. So don't lose your prime. I like that. Don't, don't lose, lose your, your prime. prime. Don't lose your focus. Don't lose what you set out to accomplish. Don't get complacent. Yeah. And don't get complacent. Yep. Yeah. All right. All right. For more <laughs> great tips on how to run a restaurant, go to restaurantgrowthsecretsuniversity.com. Check out our free book over there, 50 Mistakes That Business Owners Make. It's available for free. Just uh, throw us a few bucks for shipping and handling, and we'll get that out to you right away. Everybody have a great day and stay in your prime. Thanks for watching. Test of time. Love, passion. And hustle in the That's restaurant it. business.